Whether you're learning the basics or you want to be a rock master, we have a class for you from high level overviews to specific features. Find the training class that fits your needs this year at community.rockrms.com slash classes. Welcome to this episode of Rockcast. I'm Emily Foreman. I have John Edmiston and Nick Erdo here with me today, and we are going to dig into everything about rock. Now we have to get started with the latest update. So Nick, where are we right now? We are with 14.1 and it has gone beta. So we had a really good alpha program and a bunch of t- alpha testers. We had, I think it was probably the record number of alpha testers. Wow. Yeah. That's and great. It was really good and got some good feedback and made some fixes and then ended up delaying beta just because they were still rolling in some uh, fixes or findings, got those fixed. And we started our beta on a Wednesday. It'll go for about two weeks. And uh, there's some really good uh, little nugget features in there. You want to read the release notes um, and then a bunch of bug fixes. But the bug fixes weren't major things that were in 14.0. So if you were holding back moving to 14.0, waiting for 14.1 or 14.2, I would say go, go to 14.1 now. Yeah, I was reviewing the release notes for a a tweet that I put out earlier this week, and I was really, I mean, I knew 14.1 was big, but I was really surprised at how many items were on that release note. So definitely release those release notes. There's some pretty cool stuff in there. And I should mention that, yeah, we... As we were working on 14.1, I'm like, man, if we don't get this out, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. So we started obviously putting things Mm -hmm. into 15. So 15 will be really next up within a month or so. We should probably be going to alpha with 15. Yeah, some great new features in 15, and that'll be here before we know it. All right, so hurry and grab 14 before 15 comes along. Exactly. That's what I'm hearing. All right. Um, you know, this we took a break right here to record this podcast in the middle of a masterclass week, which is so fun. First masterclass of the year. And another exciting thing is it's just the first of lots of classes this year. So um, we work really hard to develop new curriculum as needed. And this year, we're able to roll out a finance class, a a check-in class. Both of these are virtual options online now. So because they're individualized on feature or subject matter, and they're optionally, uh, they're actually entirely virtual, it really opens up who can attend these and who can get this information. So those were based really on demand and request of what features people are wanting to understand. Also, the masterclass this year is great. It's been completely revamped for version 14. So we've already seen actually one person who's taking masterclass a second time to get access to the updated feature training. And uh, because the the first time they took it, it was pre-launch for their church and now post-launch. And it just seemed like a really good fit. So we're really excited about classes. Of course, we have our Rock 100 series and our sequel for Rock class, in addition to the others we've mentioned here. And they are all kicking off starting now and rolling heavily through first quarter. Uh, so definitely encourage you if you have that on your list of things to do this year. Um, there's a lot of great content out there. Get started early because you may need to take more than one. And I would say too, a masterclass is like a mini RX. Um, a, a very much smaller one, usually between like 12 to 24 people. 
but the amount of like relationships that are built mm. in those classes is is actually unique. Uh, I, for instance, I was out late last night at the hotel just talking with people. We have like a little office hours uh, one night in the in the hotel lobby uh, where everybody stays, and you know we're just we were there late just talking about uh, you know features, talking about uh, how to implement some stuff, like doing some work on people's instances. Um, and even the first night we have a, a, a dinner out uh, together. So it's amazing to see the connections that people mm-hmm. make at a master class that last for years. In fact, I know a lot of you listening to this can relate to those relationships that you built at a master class and then have just gotten stronger and stronger with every year, you know, being at the uh, RX. So it's more than a class. It's definitely a ton of knowledge. I think that everybody to a T and they would say, Hey, it's like drinking of a fire hose. Yes. It's also a relationship building experience. So definitely think it's worth it. Uh, if you're on the fence, just do it. Uh, you won't regret it. That's right. Um, so there are lots of opportunities for relationship building. The classes are a great one. John, you mentioned the conference. That registration is also open. And if this is the time of year you're usually getting a ticket, you're behind the game right now because our conference is coming up much earlier than normal. So make sure that ticket's being purchased. And again, we're going to have to say it all year, the hotel room uh, capacity at this hotel is lower than the conference attendance. So if you want to stay right on site and really take advantage of the full rock experience, you'll want to get that uh, hotel room ticket purchased early as well. Yeah, it's a <clears throat> great hotel to stay at. That's for the price, which is why we have it in the summer. That's it's right. It's an amazing deal. That's right. And just like last time, you come in to the hotel, you get your rental car or your ride share over to the the hotel event center, and you don't have to leave. So it really doesn't matter what the temperature is outside. We're having lots of fun inside and you don't have to go anywhere. Yep. Well, Nick, you mentioned this was the largest alpha testing group that we've had, which is very exciting. Um, And it kind of just ties into this general topic. We want to introduce you to part one uh, of a couple of topics that we're going to have over the next couple of podcasts. And the first one we'd like to talk with you about today is all about who we are in the rock community. What's our role? And um, it sounds like some people have been jumping on that from the alpha testing capacity but what are some other ways we should be looking at this well as i think about it there's two visions that i think we need to adjust and the first one like you said emily is the vision of what is my role within what we're doing and i think it doesn't take much thought to think about what is the impact rock is having in this world i mean first of all the world's gone a little it's a little off access (laughs) perhaps upside down and it doesn't take much every day to realize that. I mean, if you're if you're awake and you're paying attention to what's going on in the world, it just feels closer and closer mm-hmm. to to uh, or further and further away from God, really, closer and closer to being upside down. So I also feel very encouraged though at the same time because I'm seeing churches speak more and more into this void. And and the void is actually in some ways it's almost easier because everybody's getting confused. And um, sure, there's some resistance, like there's some strong resistance, but I think a lot of people are just like, this is so crazy, We're, throw me a rope. You know, let me latch onto something certain that I can hold on to. And God's truth is, is, is completely that, we all know that. Um, so as I work with churches and I see what their churches are doing, and as I'm engaged in my church and in many churches, you know, that I will attend over the next year, um, visitor as visitor, uh, I'm encouraged by what I see. 
but the digital piece of that is so important and you know literally rock is changing the world mm -hmm. rock is definitely changing lives and eternities like we all know that um, but i constantly hear almost on a weekly basis like I, we couldn't do our ministry without rock and they're they're serious they right? are that's, serious that's not just a, a saying they're saying that so you might hear that and say hey you're a part of something that's changing the world but I also think if we think about the vision statement or the vision that we're picturing, what is our role in that? You might be thinking, oh, that's great. It's, it's kind of fun to watch that. It's kind of fun to see uh, the core team is changing the world through this. And I want to tell you that we don't see it that way at all. Like each and every one of you is so important. You might think, well, maybe Nick's role is bigger than my role or Emily's role in this is bigger than my role. It's not. Like we can't do this. We didn't get here right. because of you know, three, no. four, five, six, seven people no. doing stuff. We got here because the community people got serious and got energized. And I think COVID in some ways took some wind out of our, our sails. Mm -hmm. Part of that was maybe some emotional stuff that happened, but a lot of it was just, we were really busy. Like all of us as a community were busy doing our thing, but we can't let up now. There's so many more churches that need this tool that, that deserve this tool, that, that are, aren't going to be able to do and reach people without this tool, um, that we need each and every one of you to step up and see that you are a valuable piece of this um, and that we couldn't do it without you. Again, I just mentioned that I was out late last night at the, in the hotel um, lobby working with churches. We were coming up with some great features. Those features are, are going into rock like soon. Um, so, and I think, you know, some part of the side conversation we're having is what makes Rock so special is that there's not just one person in a room, an office, determining how this thing should work. That's right. Mm -hmm. There's a thousand people out there all like crafting it in a unique and subtle way. And so I'm not saying that the only way to get involved is to be part of the product, you know, direction part. No, it's it's communicating Rock. It's sharing your best practices. It's getting better yourself. It starts with you. Like, you know, level up your skills, level up your communication, level up your leadership. Start there. Second, like help, help bring other people in, share That's what right. you've done, reach out, communicate with the other churches, even if they're not communicating with you. Yeah, I would do this for sure. Like go drive in, in a 10 mile radius around your church and find mm -hmm. other churches, go in there and say, Hey, is who's the like person that runs the database and build a relationship and then host a road show. Well, I know like that happened locally here in town when I was working at CCV and it was just as easy as another person in their church emailed me and said, Hey, I'm the IT director over at this church. And of course I know that church, like, you know, it's a big church. And, um, but even if it wasn't like, Oh, you're local and you work in the same kind of space. Yeah. I'm definitely going to meet with you. Um, and I think there are a lot of churches who do things like that. Like Emily, I think you're flying out in a couple of weeks to go to Christ Fellowship, who's having a big conference. That's right. Of churches that where they're trying to share what they do as a ministry, and a big piece of that this year is going to be about rock. That's true, and it's incredible that they're able to do that on that scale. Yeah. But I'd also say it doesn't take that scale to be impactful. So if that's not the scale that you're operating in, look where you are. God's positioned you where you are. You're having impact in your role. You've seen the inside of the rock community and the exponential ministry impact there. Where have you been positioned 
to be able to impact people and to reach them. And your community extends beyond the rock community. It might be in a large scale. It might not be in a large scale, but it's on a critical one. And so those communications that you can have with other churches, the relationships you can build, the roadshows you can host, uh, those are all essential to helping meet the needs of churches with something that is right in the trenches. This is not just a, a, a sterile platform that creeps along in a direction of what someone, like you said, John, in a room is determining they want to do. This is ministry in the trenches that we're doing together. I think we're all going to look back in a few years and just say, wow. I mean, even if we look today, like if we would go back a few years, we would never would have thought it's this big. But I think we're just getting started. In fact, I know we're just getting started. And the impact it's going to have is something that's going to be um, really impressive. And mm-hmm. I think if you can be, say, hey, I was a part of that. And, and many of you, like, I mean, I could probably name 100 who we wouldn't be here if, if they hadn't right. done yep. what they did. And I just want to keep encouragement that like, I think our vision's off. Mm-hmm. I think our vision is way too small especially about the individual impact that each one of you has in what we do. And um, we just want you to be a part of that. We don't want you to have regrets that you could have been more of a piece of this. Um, And I think I kind of wonder when when we get to heaven, like we'll see clearly about the impact. Uh, And I think it'll be really rewarding to think we were part of that. And uh, I don't know. I think we're kind of not, I don't know how many more years we got or decades we have until Jesus comes back, but we're going to, we're going to fight all the way to to the last day. And uh, we want you fighting along with us. Yeah. And Emily, um, you were talking about scale. Don't wait for your boss, your leadership to, to suggest, Hey, why don't you do something? Just do it. And I wasn't kidding about driving around to the churches. You know, John said, emailing, be, good to i i did that i drove around and dropped off like a little if i couldn't talk to somebody i gave them a little piece of paper with what i was wanting to do just to again try and build that relationship you don't need permission you can just go do that and then invite them over for lunch yeah and, and don't wait for permission from us too no in, in a lot of things if if you want to do a road show we're going to be back hitting that up and, and trying to encourage you to do road shows but don't wait for us oh. like how, how do we get you more Right. Uh, we have resources to help you. Yeah, you can do it unsanctioned, but if you want to tell us you're going to have a road show, if you go to the road show slash road show page, there's a, a link down there. You can just mm-hmm. let us know, and then we'll sh- we'll publish it for you on the Rock site. But that that alone isn't really going to make it happen. You need to get out and share. Well, right. that's what we know about road shows. There, we provide the the tools, the presentation. You don't need to be nervous about what do I say? How do I make sure I say the things? We help out with that. That makes it super easy. And we'll create some um, outward reaching communications. But what we know is the successful road shows are successful because of personal invites. Right. It is no different from anything else we're doing. So yes, we'll lend uh, the resources that we have on that front, the experience that we have in working with that. But it's really your passion and your personal invite and your desire to bring others into community with us that makes that big growth difference. But you could also be saying, okay, great. You give me the the PowerPoints. That's not my fear. My fear is actually standing up and doing it. <laughs> and I would encourage if that's you, that was me too. Right. Yeah. And 
the only way to, to steer through that is to realize you're on a little bit of a diving board and you're that kid on the edge of the of the platform and you're shaking and that's okay like just do it jump and when you make that jump you're going to realize that you're ready for that bigger jump and a bigger jump and a bigger jump yeah and you're, you're just helping the other person like you at, at another church there's nothing to be nervous about right but i realize that we all sometimes feel those nerves and that's okay we do that's true but you gotta see your way through it you know it brings me it it reminds me of this story that uh, i was once when i was at ccv i had a volunteer and she was amazing like she was an amazing writer Mm -hmm. and so she was engaging in a volunteer ministry to get people to come write for the church and so we had a this volunteer meeting it was kind of funny we had like five other writers coming to this meeting and i was just going along because i was on staff and i needed to you know be there to open doors and stuff like that. So I was walking with her over to the meeting. I'm like, hey, so how do you feel about this meeting? It's kind of exciting. We have some some volunteers, huh? And she looked at me and she says, I am so nervous. I'm like, <laughs> why? She's like, I'm, I'm going to have to talk in front of these people. Like, I'm like, okay, there's only five of them. She's like, I know. I, I Like my mouth is all dry. I don't even know what to say. I couldn't sleep last night. I'm like, oh, you're going to do fine. You're going to be so great. Like, I know. Like, yeah. you're the one of the best writers I know. That person is now works for a very popular um, news outlet, which I probably won't say the name because I don't want to out who this is, and speaks. I've seen her on Fox News. I've seen her on other things doing live interviews. And I'm, I'm so proud that she went from where she was to where she is now only because she was willing to take that risk. She had to step out. And I'm not saying you need to go all that far, okay? She's jumping off like the high board. You don't have to go that high. Just get up a few levels. Take the next step. Well, John, you were her posse in that situation. But these people, anyone out here listening, you can also form your own posse. Many Mm -hmm. of you are in a community, uh, locally, maybe a regional community, or maybe a loose conglomerate of other churches you know nearby. And we usually hear from someone who might be hosting saying, hey, can I have my buddies from the church around the corner come over and help host it? And of course, yes. So reach out, get that little support network in place, whether that's from a nearby church that's running on rock and might be able to help you, or you can tag team it if you're really nervous, or maybe someone else on staff, a colleague of yours. Um, Don't feel like you have to step out alone. A lot of the rock community is about doing things together, but somebody's got to make the step and, um, and you'll always kind of be a backseat to it until you decide that I'm going to do it today. Yep. So that's one vision that I think we need to reset. We have one other vision to talk about, which we will save for the next podcast. That's right. But you won't want to miss that. No. And to make sure you don't miss it, make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed wherever you receive your podcasts, as well as following us on social media, because in both those cases, we'll make sure that podcast is right in front of you. Can I can I plug my own social media? Yes. I, I put out a lot of yes. content on Twitter and I asked some people the other day are you on Twitter? And they all said no. And I want to plug Twitter for just a second. I know this is a very unpopular thing because there's a lot of garbage on Twitter. It's all who you follow. There's so much great content. My my career gets better because of the technical content and the communication content and the creative content I get off of Twitter. So I would say if you're not getting it, support ourselves, go to Twitter, follow the right people, um, I put out a lot of stuff about rock and about technology and, you know, it might be of interest to you. And if not, there's other people who will be of interest to you. So if you're not getting a daily dose of like leadership or communication, find someplace. And I would recommend 
uh, Twitter. There's some garbage, but I'm sure you're smart enough to stay away from that. Well, and while you're plugging um, your feed, you do a lot of curating. So someone could follow you and get a lot of access to many topics of many kinds if they were so inclined. Yeah, someone did say this week that they um, they did like it and they only went on Twitter for, for it. So that made me feel better. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I've I think, up, you know, in the last six months, I'm plus uh, actually I think I'm minus one person on my feed. So. All right, guys, we can do better. Than yeah, that. somebody so get on there. Click subscribe Let's, and smash the like button. That's right. That's YouTube. But okay, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> wow. I knew that. That was a joke. Okay. <laughs> I knew you. Know. I just always wanted to say it. And unless we're going to have a camera in here uh, we, recording us, and then right. we could put this on YouTube. I yes. want to say it. Yeah, it, I would say Twitter, too, in the last few months has, has changed quite a bit, too. Yeah, well, that's for sure. And there's new features coming, long-form text. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. All right, so um, we've talked about a, quite a few things today, but remember this is part one of things that need to change in our vision um, of the rock community. So don't miss us. Do all the subscribing we just talked about, and we will be back next time so you can hear what we might be thinking about part two. Stay tuned. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by rock sponsor, Ministry Dynamics, a Wi-Fi presence and equipment provider. Connect with Ministry Dynamics today at rockrms.com slash sponsors.